This is Get a Load of This Podcast, where we cover topics for truckers and entrepreneurs alike. Our guests are coming straight from the trucking industry and industries that directly influence and impact the truckers and trucking companies. We want to bring tremendous value to today's leaders and entrepreneurs and our future of the trucking industry. The common passion amongst our hosts and our guests is one thing. It's you. It's you, the people that make this country move, the trucking industry. Enough with the introductions. Let's get this load on the road. We are your hosts, Thomas, Cameron, and Ryan. Let's get rolling. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Get a Load of This. Uh, it's a trucking podcast where we just want to bring uh, tremendous value to truck drivers, trucking company owners, fleet managers, and the industry as a whole. As always, your host, Cameron. Today with me, I've got special co-host, Ryan Young, uh, one of my producers out of Valley Trucking. What up, Ryan? How's it going? Hey, welcome from uh, the great north, Vancouver, BC. Um, And I'm super excited. Today's episode, I am so excited about. We've got a special uh, guest, actually two of them here, um, from Next Generation and Trucking Association. We've got Dave Dine. Dave? Hey, how's it going? Welcome. Super excited. And then we've got Lindsay Trent. Lindsay, thank you for joining us. Hey. So um, something we like to do uh, with our podcast, especially with us being centric around trucking, and I think I know the answer because Dave drives truck from my understanding, but we want to find out what your CB handle is or would be if you were in a truck. So Dave, I'll let you kick that off. All right. So I picked up mine in 1992. Okay. And... um we had a rough year hauling, uh, we were hauling agricultural tomatoes that year, kind of a slow season. And apparently I became a, a sounding board for a lot of the drivers. <laughs> so one day a driver, he says, you're kind of like a doctor. And that name stuck and I've been the doctor ever since. So I'm awesome. the doctor. <laughs> Perfect. So you're rolling down and people are taking doctor. Love it. Yep. It's not kind awesome. of like a doctor, it's doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindsay, what about you? I cannot even think except for the fact that my life is a little crazy right now. I'm trying to manage my full-time job and next gen. Um, I have other serving capacities and I have a husband and two kids that are in sports. And so I would say maybe the crazy lady, but not the bad crazy, the no. good crazy. <laughs> yes. The organized and controlled I like to, chaos. I'm going to call you Wonder Woman. What? That's, oh, that's what okay. it sounds like. I like, I like that. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah. So you're Perfect. not you're not busy at all then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in between juggling that. And in fact, it's uh kids are amazing. I'm coaching my youngest daughter who's six, her soccer team. Um, so we do that two times a week and then res- something of resemblance of a soccer game comes Saturdays. It's basically just trying to herd cats and they're cartwheeling down the field and chasing butterflies and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's so fun. I just absolutely love it. It's amazing. Awesome. So that's great. So next generation and trucking association, um, you guys align right along the mission that we are after, and it's all just around the trucking industry and pushing it forward and promoting and um, disrupting the industry norm. Tell us about, I guess, kind of the start of that, your involvement, um, and you guys can take whoever you want, Dave or, or Lindsay first. Run us through that. I'm excited to hear and our guests to hear about it. Awesome. Well, I can start. So I've been in trucking about 10 years. I started off doing driver staffing. And I've worked for Ryder the last four years in sales. Oh, cool. And one of the conversations that I have with everybody at a company, from the receptionist to the C-level person, is just the fact that there is this huge problem that we hear about constantly, and that is the driver shortage that there's just not enough young people getting into the trucking industry, and it's an aging population. And so, you know... I've had so many conversations and I've heard about this problem and I know that there's solutions out there, but I felt like if we could come together as an industry and really work on the the problem and create solutions in terms of workforce development and getting young people interested and introduced to the trucking industry, then we could have a huge force if we work together. And 
doing that, I was introduced to this guy in concept, Dave Dine, who started this program and created it out in California. And so one day we had a conversation and then we just kind of morphed with this idea of creating a nonprofit trade association to work on career technical education for trucking and to really reach those young people and introduce them to the great career that's trucking. And that's how we kind of got together and, and started forming it. Oh, that's awesome. Dave, you want to elaborate on that? And and uh sounds like you're a big driving force of that. And, and you guys are hitting in the high school age group, right? At, a, correct, at yeah. a very young age, which is amazing. And I know that um, trucking is a very respectable career. There's so many opportunities and so many doors that it can open. But a lot of people don't look to that as a desirable um, career path, if you will. Most people, at least me growing up, thought firefighter, thought policeman, <laughs> thought finance, right. banking, you know, that kind of industry. Right. So what led you down that career path, Dave? You know, I grew up, uh, my dad was a truck driver in World War II. So I kind of grew up hearing the stories of freedom and adventure. And, you know, truck trucking was always like, you know, something that was always, I was always drawn to it. And so I started driving in 1988 and drove for a little while, then decided to go back get my business degree and then um, went back into trucking. And then I started, actually, I started a nonprofit called Faith Logistics. Okay. And I would work with people coming out of prison. I would teach them how to drive a truck and then help them with job placement. Awesome. And we did that for 10 summers. It was, it, it was the high point of my year. And in 2016, the, uh, the wonderful uh, California Air Resource Board deemed all of our equipment non-compliant. And so in 2016, yep. we, uh, we dissolved the nonprofit. But um, it was about two months later, I actually heard about Patterson's uh, Unified School District that had this supply chain program. They're teaching warehousing skills. They're teaching forklifting certification. The missing component was truck driving. Right. And so um, I kind of reached out to the superintendent and kind of shared with him some facts and figures. And he immediately said, yeah, we're, we're doing this. And so uh, that's what got us started. And this is our fifth year. But um, I'd like to introduce um, actually I, one of my students was just walking by and I could just like yanked him and pulled him into the classroom. Um his name's yeah. Eduardo, and he. The, I'm going to have him share the reason why he decided to take this class. I yes. Kind of story. And kind of hear from a student's perspective, because he has to run here in about 10 minutes. Perfect. Figured, Come on, get in here and share your Yep, do it. We're not going to get a sugar-coated version. Yeah. Let's get the real version. <laughs> so let me bring it, Eduardo. Okay. All right, here you go. Come on, Eduardo. Eduardo, what's happening, hey. man? Welcome. How's it going? It's going good. And you guys? They're good, doing good. really good, man. We're excited to hear from you. Tell us a little bit about you and um, this program, what it's doing for you. Uh, so my name is Eduardo. Uh, I'm a senior at Patterson High School, and um, I'm actually turning 17 in one month from now. So the reason I joined um, the trucking program was because of a, of a job assessment. And one of the things, I received a letter from um, Mr. Dine saying I scored highly on this job assessment and that I was a, a good candidate for this trucking program. And that sort of drove me into taking a chance with this class and trying something new. Cool. Had you had any exposure to trucking prior to that or any desire to um, go in that direction at all? Or was it purely on this assessment that placed you in that direction? Um, my grandfather is actually a truck driver. Oh, nice. Um, but prior to the job assessment i never thought of trucking as a desirable career right what do you think now now that you're in the program tell us some highlights and and what you get excited about when you go into class uh every day it's it's something new right yep. i um, i'm always excited to come into this class come after school for um, lab get on the simulator um i think one of the best things about this class is that mr dine is always um, kind of getting us up and going, trying to pump us up in a way. I'm going blank right yeah, now. Yeah, what, uh, what, what, what is drawing you to, obviously right now it's kind of a field of study, but are you thinking of following it through and what's drawing you to it, if so? Like what are the qualities that you like so far? Um, yes, I definitely do plan on getting a CDL, getting um, a job after high school. I'm going to use uh, truck driving as a way to propel my uh, college degree. I'm going to 
be driving in the summers on the weekends if I can. And I honestly really, really love driving. That's it's awesome. awesome. Great. Eduardo, it's going to open so many doors for you. Um, this industry is great. It's full of so many amazing people that truly, such as Lindsay and Dave, their mission is to share, right, and guide the next generation and really instill values and show them what opportunities are out there. So, man, that's so cool that you're able to share with us. This is a treat. I love that. So, yeah, thanks a lot. Heck, yeah. Any parting words of wisdom? Um, I think truck driving is just a wonderful career like it's not what i expected for sure because there's this social stigma that truck drivers are overworked and they're dirty but in fact it's actually a really nice professional career that you can get started it's all mindset i mean it really is so it's how you carry yourself and uphold yourself as an individual so and uh man kudos on the career pathing and trajectory at such a young age man that's awesome that's great that's That's really cool man Thank you so much for joining and sharing that with us. That's cool. Uh, thank you as well. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, buddy. Thanks. Until next time. Man, that's neat. Uh, what a treat. We get an actual student perspective on the program and real life impact. So that way I know Dave's not just making this up. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, that's cool, man. And I, you obviously are bleeding through to the younger generation and like they can feel your passion and show that you actually truly care about the industry. So, which is what we're about, man. So That's we're going to awesome. ask you to keep in touch with him. And then in two or three years, we're going to get him back on. Oh, well, one of the things <laughs> he shared up. with me, um, he, he wants to pursue a degree. He's talking about looking into like an engineering degree that's focused on like new truck technology. Yeah. And so, yeah, he could have a huge part in the future of trucking. Yeah, and there's so many different facets, Ryan. You've got a buddy that uh, works on that side of things, correct? Yeah, I have a couple friends, actually. I got a friend who works for Packer and uh, is helping develop like the technology for, I guess, electronic and autonomous trucks. Mm -hmm. And then I have another friend who works kind of in the battery engineering side of things, and they work directly with trucking companies as well. So interested to see where that goes in the future. Yep. Yeah, I was in a presentation today and they said, um, kind of historically where kids are at today is the parents have said it's either or. It's either you get a job right out of high school or you go to college and there's no mix in it. And I think he's a perfect example of both. Like he's going to get a career technical education degree get a really good job as he works his way through college and has lots of different experiences and different avenues to explore within Mm. the trucking industry and manufacturing and logistics and supply chain. It's going to open so many more doors for him and really the sky's the limit. And so we need to stop this. You either go to college or you just get a job. It's like, Mm -hmm. why can't we incorporate more programs and really open people's eyes and let's hope that he doesn't go to college and get student loan debt he can work his way through yeah right and that's the more realistic situation right that most students are going to need some form of work while they're in college anyway and why not have it have both of those things align with each other if you're capable of doing that it's going to have a lot of opportunities oh i absolutely think so and actually what's enlightened enlightened me there and a takeaway out of that it's not hey, I'm just getting a CDL to go drive. Mm-hmm. That's not what the program's geared at. It's about the industry. Hey, I want you to get exposed to the industry and the opportunity within the different levels that whatever you choose to do within there, you can still be a part of it and it will still provide a great um, career, great opportunity to satisfy whatever your desires are. Because, I mean, you can do, there's so many different facets within this that is amazing. So that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, one cool. of the things we do to kind of open up that door is that, you know, we, we begin in every uh, every class session with just daily updates. And we look at what are the hot topics of the day. We, we go through four or five of them. So they're very well exposed to new technologies, uh, current legislation that's affecting trucking. They're very well balanced. And oh, so awesome. when you carry on a conversation with them, they can carry on. They can converse with, you know, what, about the industry itself. And I really want these students to. My, my goal isn't just to train somebody to get them behind the wheel. Right. I want to, I want to work with people that really want to, that are passionate about the industry, that, that care about the industry as much as I do. Yeah. Because that's how we change the industry, by bringing more yep. people 
with a first career choice, not their third and fourth career choice. Right. And they're just taking it by default because they got to pay the bills. Exactly. Right. You got to kind of go back and rethink about, you know, what does this look like from the beginning? <laughs> now, do you guys have the stats on like the median age of current driver and then like maybe the entry age of drivers into the workforce? What does that look like right now? Do you, Lindsay? I, I mean, the latest yeah, one. Yeah. So, um, the the um, the latest that I've heard, and I and I hear the number fluctuate a little bit, but a new entrant into the industry is 38 years old, okay. and the average age of a truck driver for a fleet is 54 years old. Wow, that's uh mind-boggling numbers. And also, I was that presentation I was in today. It said that 60 percent of um, kids go to college right after they graduate high school, but only 22% of jobs require a call for your college degree. Um, and, and it said out of 10 jobs, one requires a professional degree, two out of 10 require a four-year college degree. And the seven, the rest require career technical education skills and certification. Wow. And so, I think we're going to see a shift in our country and in our mindsets that career technical education is the way to go, yeah. but it's going to be a process um, and it's going to take some work on our end. Yeah. And it, it's going to take organizations like yours because how, what are you guys doing to spread the word and get into other schooling and other curriculums where you take an assessment like you've done here and enlighten somebody to, Hey, this is a career opportunity. Let me show you how great this career is. Um, what do you think on that, Dave or Lindsay? Well, I can just tell you one thing that we're doing, um, you know, creating other partnerships and okay. in November, we're going to be presenting to the entire, um, association for school counselors. Awesome. And so we'll get about 20 minutes in front of all the school counselors across the United States. And we're going to present jobs in trucking. And so I just don't feel like maybe they know about the trucking industry and we're right. going to um, enlighten them about all these amazing jobs. That's and great. I know Dave's doing a lot too. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is, it's, I mean, as far as when we look at, you, know, you start something small and it kind of grows. I mean, that's really what happened here in Patterson. It started off with a lot of word of mouth and right. that literally that translates to the local school districts around us. And that's now translating at a much higher level. So yeah, the word's definitely getting out there. Uh, mainly because it's it's I call it, it's it's a win-win-win. It's it's great for students that need an alternative path, right? And not everybody fits into that traditional mold, so to speak, of going yeah. to college. And we really created a learning environment where people can be successful. And we've seen lives transform because of this type of program. Right. And um, it's great for, like I say, great for the students. It's great for the industry. And the money's out there. Um, yeah. We're part of something called career te technical education. So this is federal money that's been set aside for these types of programs. But schools, they need to know about, they, just, they still need awareness as far as what trucking is and how to get involved and how to start a program. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where we can come in and have, you know, I'm willing to share my curriculum with any school that I would like to have it and help them start a program. Right. Now, do you work with the trucking associations? I know, for instance, I'm in Washington State. Mm -hmm. They actually have a young driver um, program where I think they require like 400 extra hours of training. And they've got a little bit more strict guidelines to allow to get that CDL at a younger age. But they're trying to pave the way for these drivers are still professional. They still have the time in the seat. They still can um, responsibly operate this, you know, big rig safely for the public. Um, are you partnering with associations on that front as well and the schools? Yeah, we sure are. We, in okay. fact, we gave a presentation to the Washington Tracking Association, oh, to the board of directors. Um, we've given a presentation to the TAEC. So all of yeah. the state um, trucking executives, I sit on the board of the Kentucky Trucking Association, and we've we've joined a lot of uh, trucking associations. And so we've kind of determined, and Indiana was a pilot state for us, okay. where we want to help the industry um, work with education, and we need boots on the ground. And we've done that through the Indiana Motor Truck Association and their future leaders of Indiana group. And we're working with them and starting programs around the state at high schools. And it's very interesting. 
high schools are very interested in wanting to get their students good careers and wanting to get them to stay in their communities. And there's trucking in every community. And so when we talk to them about our program, they're immediately interested in seeing what they can do to partner with industry in the area and to create the program. And that's what we're trying to help do. Um, And we're forming state action committees in every state. And we need volunteers to work with education to do that. That's awesome. You'll get our promotion for sure on that. And we work closely with a lot of the associations as well. So I just think it creates such an exciting opportunity. Um, One of the stats that is probably harder to nail down, maybe you guys have heard it, is not necessarily the barrier of entry or the median ages, but how many drivers are retiring versus coming in? That's the problem that we have. And that's where you hear it, we have a driver shortage, or we've got issues finding qualified drivers or drivers that meet criteria. And insurance companies, let's be real too, don't quite have the um, eligibility for anyone under a certain age or less than a certain amount of experience, or we're going to have to make some change and shifts there. And that comes with the curriculum and the criteria that you guys are setting forth and kind of building to make sure that it's adequate and that it's proven enough for, let's say, insurance companies to trust, hey, I'm going to hire this 20-year-old with two-year CDL, but doesn't maybe necessarily have the same requirement, you know, that kind of deal. So have you thought about that, Dave, on approaching insurance companies and kind of working with them and piloting with them? Yeah, we are. Um, Okay. Yeah, we're definitely, and we're we're following the, you know, the Drive Safe Act, of course. Yeah. Um, And ultimately, we we do want to make sure the students, when they leave the program, do have that proper training. So uh, our current program is a one-year program. We're going to, we're looking at doubling that. We want to turn it into a two-year program just to give them that, that, just that extra layer where we can incorporate some OSHA, um, some, some basic, you know, first aid and CPR training, just so they're better, I guess, well-rounded once they leave our program. Um, we're actually starting some really cool uh, over the next couple of months. Uh, we just purchased a golf cart. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going to use this for, uh, to give them some hands-on. We have two driving simulators, which are fantastic, but we're going to incorporate golf tar- golf carts into our curriculum and with a utility trailer, it's that hands-on practice again, where they can learn those backing <laughs> skills. It's, all, it's about connecting with your audience, right? Yeah. And so it's anything we can bring in that gets the students excited, where they want to tell their friends that's how you kind of promote and sell these programs. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Is there any initiatives or any big things coming down the pipeline for the organization that you guys want to boast about or share? Sure. I mean, one of the cool things that Dave's incorporated and that we're trying to um, partner with other industry partners so we can work in other states is um, job behaviors. And Dave gave the juniors in his school the job behaviors assessment, which is what Eduardo was talking about. And so if you, it it behaviorally identifies those kids who will be a good truck driver and be retained in the industry. And the skills can be taught. But when Dave identified those students that scored high on the assessment, the kids that maybe hadn't thought about trucking and he got, he got girls, um, more girls than ever in his program this past year through that assessment. And we would like um, to work with schools with a career day or even maybe some that have a program and say, Hey, give this job behaviors assessment and see if they score high behaviorally to make a good truck driver. So that's one of the really exciting things we've got going Mm -hmm. on. We also have a a registered Department of Labor apprenticeship program for CDL driving and diesel technicians. And so any company that wants to do um, an apprenticeship program, they can partner with us. And we have a a partner that does the heavy lifting on that. But it actually helps with retention when companies do a Department of Labor registered apprenticeship program. Um, we've got so much going on and we're so excited about what we're doing and we're so excited um, to work with education. It's it literally just changing a kid's life is is what it's all about. And Dave has some really great stories about how he's changed, literally changed kids' lives. Right, Dave? Well, you know, I didn't realize the impact this program was going to have. When we first started it, I'm like, yeah, I'm teaching truck driving, right? 
Right. It was that the first year we had the program, about two months into the program, I, I had a parent that came to me after school. And usually that's not always such a good thing. Usually there's, there's an issue, right? And so he walked in and he introduced himself. And the first thing he said was after he introduced himself is, is he said, he goes, I'm here to shake your hand. I'm like, for what? And he said, for saving my son. I'm like, what do you mean? And he said, he went on to explain his, uh, his, his son's name was, uh, was Javier about how Javier was on a path of self-destruction. Um, he had no self-esteem. He had no purpose in life. And they were, they thought they were losing him. And he said that once Javier took the trucking class, you know, Javier didn't fit in into a traditional classroom. Right. And so once he took the trucking class, he tasted success and he wanted more success. And that young man went on to be, he became one of the youngest drivers for a local trucking company. Company calls me and they're like, hey, send me more Javier's. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I know there's 20. And, and then really, that's my motivation. Every day I wake up, I, I know there's over 26,000 public high schools across the U.S. And I just think, how many Javier's are we going to lose along the way? Yeah. Because they're not connecting in their school. And Javier right. told me, he goes, hey, Mr. Dine, he goes, and he, he, he knows he's, he's the lucky one. He is. He said, out of the nine guys I hung out with in high school, um, he said, four are in prison and two are deceased due to gang violence wow. because that's the path they went down. Right. right. So he knows. He's like, he goes, I'm blessed. I'm like, yeah. he, he, needs, uh, he needs to be a spokesperson for you and come talk <laughs> to classes and do the career days as you're talking about, Lindsay, because that'd be powerful. Right. And that is powerful. That's amazing that you shared that. Thank you for sharing that, Dave. Yeah. And I can't imagine that you guys necessarily even knew starting this out that you would have the impact that you have. Because like you said, you started out as a program for just teaching truck driving. You don't necessarily realize that we know there are issues in some schooling and outreach. I mean, personally, I don't feel like I got the outreach or like attraction to job skills or even knew, had any idea what I want to do by the time I was out of high school. No, not at all. Giving kids purpose and direction is just a byproduct and how excellent can it be? It, you're um, right. No, it's, it's, no, it, it is. It's, it's literally every day. I, I, and I don't consider what I'm doing work It's like, I, I, this is where I love being every day, you know? And so it, to me, this is, this is just, I'm blessed as you know, I, I, I get to have this role. Yeah, no, that's really, that's really cool. You know, I was, I was curious what, maybe you guys can talk about outreach goals. So now that again, it seems like it started organically. Now you're realizing the impact you have. What are your outreach goals? And I mean, where are you now and the progress of that? And then where do you want to be? Yeah, so we are hoping that the industry joins our association because what we we're all volunteers. And what we would like is to hire several people to come to work for the association so we can start programs at high schools. And so we want to be actively calling high schools and reaching out to high schools and really um, letting them know about the trucking industry and how they can start a program, partnering with industry partners in their areas and really helping connect those relationships. Um, and so, you know, one of the big things is we need the industry to join our association and help us in our mission. Um, and, and we are, um, on fire for what we're doing, but we have limited resources and limited time because we're all volunteers. Um, and so we hope that as we've launched in July, that we're going to get a, a membership base where we can all work together as an industry to really make a difference into creating this skilled and diverse workforce, which is what we all want for trucking. Absolutely. And, and just to expand a little bit, when you say the industry to join you, what type of people are you looking for specifically? Yeah, so we're looking for carriers, for dealers. Um, we're looking for allied members, OEMs, um, you know, private driving schools, technical colleges. Um, we're looking for truck drivers. Maybe they're, I, and I have truck drivers that have joined because they're passionate about their career. They like their career and they just want to support what we're doing and how we're reaching young people. And so that's actually one of the coolest things is when a truck driver joins our association. Um, I just love to see that. No, yeah, that's I think fantastic. It's, 
It's a no-brainer. I feel like truck drivers or company owners, fleet managers, anyone within the associations, and I know that we all partner with them as well. Um, I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't get behind this mission because this is how we propel forward and progress and get to where we need to be down the road. So, um, man, that's amazing. So, and we'll definitely do our part too. I mean, we've got influence in a large database and we, you know, I hear it and Ryan deals with clients on a day-to-day basis as well. And it's like, you know, you hear the frustration and the struggles of finding these people that want to come work, that want to show up, that especially when some of them get paid more being on at home on unemployment, or they might not even be qualified. You can't find a decent driver because um, hopefully they're being treated well where they're at. Um, so what do you do? You get them at a younger age, you get them excited, you get them trained, and you get the new up-and-comers. And if you treat them right and you do it right, you got a good, loyal workforce that'll stay with you and take care of you for a very, very long time. So this is a really exciting mission. I uh, am fully behind you guys on this. I think it's so cool. I think it's uh, very you. neat. Yeah. And one of the things that, you know, the um, that the carriers need to understand is like, you know, some are going to say, well, I can't hire somebody until they're 21. Yeah, I understand that. But you can still create a career path for somebody at 18, yeah. bring them into the industry Get them work in the warehouse, the shop. They're going to be a much better driver once they do turn 21 when they understand the different components of the trucking industry anyway. So I highly encourage companies to get be creative and think about how you can – if you don't grab them now, you're going to lose them basically. Right. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Well, and I think a lot of that is probably like a reaction and a knee-jerk reaction to not being prepared, right? Because they lose a driver, they need a driver, but they're not really thinking three steps ahead. And I I feel like you just kind of mirror what I tell a lot of these folks is like, get them in the shop, get them in the yard, get them doing books, get them doing something that can help you Mm -hmm. spend your time doing other more important things and whatever you need to do, but you get them exposed, you get them trained, you get them a ground up education on how an operation runs. And, you know, if they're going to turn wrenches and be a diesel mechanic and know how to do everything on the truck, that better serves them on the road anyway for the Mm pre-trip, post-trip, something breaks, they can fix it. You know, they don't have to rely on um, service to come help them. And I I agree wholeheartedly with that. That's awesome. And I love you had mentioned that this last uh, class or or session or whatever has the most um, um, women or or females that Mm -hmm. have gone through that. That's exciting. Like that is very, very cool. Um, That's really exciting. I think a lot yeah. of it comes from and the, from the the job behaviors assessment. It's just letting them know that you know they have the attributes. Yeah, you know, we can we can we can train you, but um, and so it really opens up that door. And so even the first year I, I started the program, we became members of the Women in Trucking Association, yep. uh, just yeah. because I felt I needed Shout the out to them. support. And so uh, yeah, each year it grows. So this year we actually have you know, three female students. And that's the highest I've ever had taken the class. That's so cool. As a dad of two daughters, I, uh, you know, that's my mission every day is to teach them what is possible. Right. And like no restrictions, you know, you can do whatever you want. You're powerful. You've got all the control. So that's inspiring to me. I love that you had mentioned that. Thank you for saying that, Lindsay. That's cool. You know, I was kind of curious too. Um, what exactly is the organizational structure of the company right now? I know again, it's like seems like it's fairly grassroots and growing, but I'd be interested in kind of hearing the roles and uh, you know what. I guess again, where where you gr- plan to grow? I know you probably want to get people into like lobbying because there's going to be a lot of that that's going to be needed in the future. Funding, uh, you know. But I guess I, if someone wanted to help, where could they step in and help? What's the answer with that? Yeah. So obviously joining the association and then getting involved. Um, and, we, and we can plug people in easily because education is everywhere. Um, so we're Dave and I are the co-founders of the association and we have a board of directors. Um, we have several people in Washington DC. And so they are our eyes on, you know, the infrastructure bill and the drive safe act. And and we're on both of those bills of sponsor sponsoring those. Um, And we, as a board of directors, 
we're, you know, we work together to try to push the mission. Um, we're constantly meeting with schools and carriers and dealers and really wanting to help them if they need to start diesel tech programs in their area or CDL driving programs or both. That's what we're trying to help them do is identify schools in their area. Or maybe there's already a program for diesel technicians. Let's start a CDL program and tack that onto it. And so it's just about a lot of brainstorming with education, bringing the industry in, and really having the industry partners so they can create a, a skilled workforce for themselves. Um, but it's it's an outreach. You know, this is this is how they're doing outreach into their communities is by really skilling young people, the next generation, and giving them a good career, giving them a hope and a future. And we hope that future is in trucking. And so we also have a foundation that we are forming, which is a 501c3. And with that, we hope to be able to give out scholarships for CDLs, cool. give out scholarships for diesel tax, um, apply for grants. Um, if somebody needs a simulator for a, a school, we can help them buy, purchase a simulator. So it's really all about reaching young people and pushing our mission. Um, and and as we're all volunteers now, we we're, we work a lot, but we're so passionate about it. It doesn't feel like work. Um, right. And so, right. you know, hopefully at some point we'll get to grow as an association with full-time employed people. But for now, we're, we're working on volunteers. And we'll make sure to put links and stuff, but what's the best way for somebody to connect or follow or see what you guys are doing? I know in today's day and age, social media plays a big part in that, but do a couple um, places where folks can connect and look to and, and help. Yeah. So our website's um, next generation, or I'm sorry, nextgentrucking.org. Um, our handles on social media, it, they're at nextgentruckers. Um, we're on LinkedIn at the Next Generation and Trucking Association, and you can email me at lindsay at nextgentrucking.org, and that's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, so lindsay at nextgentrucking.org, or you can just get on our website, and there's plenty of forms to fill out and contact us, and we'll we'll reach back out to you. Um, you know, it might take a few days because we're, we all are, you know, managing a lot. Um, but you can go right on our website. You can give us a call. You can um, join right on our website. And what we want to do is really identify needs in your own community and help you start programs at schools. Let's Let's start reaching these young people for the trucking industry. Other industries are doing it. And we want to get in there. There's so much public funding out there that's not going to the trucking industry. And we're trying to change that. We yeah, want to reach young people to. for trucking and try to try to connect that all these this funding that's out there. So that's what that's what we're hoping to do. Yeah. And I think it starts even at a younger age, too, with um, uh, I mean, kids at a very young age, they should be looking at a truck and be excited about it. You know, not just driving down and doing the hey blow horn thing, but like legit look at it as a career option. And I, I don't know, why do you think it is that kids growing up or whether parents trying to pass it down, unless you came from a trucking family, similar to insurance, actually, we face the same issue. No one wants to grow up and be in insurance, like let's be real. But if you understand it, it's appealing. And now we're just blessed and fortunate to work with the trucking industry and I actually have a uh, uh, quite a few family members that drove trucks, so I grew up around it and understand it. But why do you think that is? Well, I, from an educational side, I, you know, I've seen that you know we've we pushed college for so long as being the, <laughs> the sole yes. definition of the word success. Right? right, you're successful if you get the college diploma, and it's like it's really the mindset. And I think you know parents are pushing the kids. Um, and the kids just that they they don't have the education, the information behind the industry. And so, right. quick story: I did a, a a career fair at a middle school. Uh, this is two years ago. Okay. And they had me signed up underneath the title of logistics. Okay. Guess how many? Guess how many seventh and eighth graders wanted to hear Mister Dine talk about logistics? Not Never. many. I had none. <laughs> so they forced. They forced. And I do mean forced. Ninety students to come hear me. Okay. So I had three groups of thirty. And so I, I brought one. I 
had uh, one of my female students with me at the time, Leilani came with me and we did our presentation. It was fun and interactive. About two weeks later, I get these uh, thank you cards in the mail and I'm looking at these thank you cards and I'm like, oh, okay, I can definitely tell the teacher forced them to write this, right? <laughs> it was kind of like, thank you. And I'm like, all right. But then I saw some other cards that were more like genuine. They were more like, hey, either be, you know, based on your presentation, I'm either A, going to take your trucking class or B, I'm considering trucking as a career. Awesome. 47% right. of the students that heard one presentation are now considering trucking, right? Yeah, that's they were forced to hear. <laughs> well, and, and, it, and it starts with the title too, logistics. I mean, how boring does that sound, right? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the one thing I, so what we're, another thing we're doing is there's schools that have career days. And right now I'm hoping to get some pictures because uh, the Kentucky Trucking Association, um, our road team, who they're amazing guys, and they are at, a high school that has 2,500 students from the whole state of Kentucky that comes to this career fair and they're taking their truck and they're talking to students about the trucking industry. And so we've connected to them with that and are trying to um, get connected and know all of those programs out there so we can reach young people, whether it's learning about different industries, but we want trucking to be included. And Another thing that I've done today is connected a lot of people um, to the advisory board for a high school that I sit on their advisory board and I helped them start their diesel tech program three years ago. And so we need to get the industry engaged, knowing about these programs. And when you walk into this high school and you see these kids, just like Dave's, you're, you would be so impressed about these kids and just their, their focus and their drive and their, their interest in trucking. And so really just creating more programs and connecting more industry to them. Um, and it's, I mean, it is just, it's exciting. It's exciting, yeah. but we, we've got to be engaged as an industry and we're trying to help facilitate that for, for us. Well, and we're better united, right? As a tribe or as a, as a sole mission and purpose as an industry as a whole versus like what you're doing is great. And there's other organizations that are doing their own thing on an individual level, but there's no power like all of us coming together, trucking companies coming together, associations coming together, starting at the school level, which is why I think your organization is so unique and awesome is that you're hitting it at that and you're hitting it at such a young age, gaining exposure there because I wasn't exposed other than my aunt and uncle team drove from Washington down to Florida. And like I, you know, in the weekends would be in the shop working on trucks and be out there with the big rig as a kid, you thought it was cool. But outside of that, I would have never had exposure into trucking. Um, and most people don't, most kids won't. And like you said, you know, you saved a kid from a path of self-destruction and like, that's, that's very powerful. That's super impactful too, changing lives and not just his lives, probably a lot of lives, right? So you're changing one at a time, which the, can then go sh- spread the word and just share their passion and joy, which is, uh, I think, why we're all here. So Yeah, and I think I, another thing is that, you know, we have, you guys are talking about college and how kind of people are sold that, but there are a lot of appealing things about being a trucker. For one, if you, especially if you own your own trucking company, there's a lot of independence gain. You get to travel and see the country and it can yep. be quite lucrative. So you're not only just learning trucking, you're learning business skills, you can learn accounting, and you're learning a lot about the rest of the world or at least the rest of the country. So there are a lot of appealing things that, I mean, I think are valuable to be mentioned in the future if these programs, and I'm sure they will, hit other uh, schools. And the other thing is, is that we make a difference. Trucking makes a difference. We could not survive as a country without trucking. And so... That's something that we have to sell to young people is you are stocking the grocery shelves. You are bringing vaccines to people and helping people. And that's what we want to do. So um, it's it's such a great career. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's, and for me, it's really it's the people side of it. And it's like you, you're going to find some of the most hardworking, dedicated people that are like minded. And, and one of the things I try to do with my students, I get them out and we go on a lot of field trips. Mainly, it's not so much they can see these trucking companies. I want them to start meeting people yep. that share their passion so they can they want to say, I want to be a part of this community, right? Yes. And so they got to make those connections, though. 
Yeah, that's what I love what I do. I'm so blessed and fortunate. Every day I talk to people like you said, Dave, it's not work. We're just talking and we're moving and we're hanging out or becoming friends with people we interact with that are just great people, genuinely really, really great people. And I love the aspect that Ryan brought up. You can travel the country and see places you would have never saw in your entire life um, had you not taken up that career. And so, yeah, there's a lot of appealing stuff. And I think that it doesn't get enough uh, appreciation. Um, I think more so in the last couple of years because of the climate and COVID and everything else, people are more in tune with, hey, we need to thank the truckers because they were labeled essential and like realized we're stuck at home. We can't do anything. Now we're overloading the grocery stores and toilet paper and all this stuff that like, I don't know what people, I don't know what triggered all that. But anyways, you know, they were actually, I think now for in a first time in a long time, uh, more enlightened to be, you know, appreciative of the trucking community. Now we've all known this and we've said it before on this podcast. We wouldn't even be doing this podcast without a truck because everything that we're talking on computer desk, all the materials to build the building infrastructure, utilities. I mean, it came on a truck, mm-hmm. you know, and I just don't think people understand that. And you're absolutely right. So um, that's our mission, all of our marketing and education and content we bring out. It's, we just want to move the industry forward, keep it progressing and, um, keep shedding light to what a great industry it is and kind of help progress it. So what do you, uh, I guess coming out of California, Dave, you're going to be tied really deep in with the independent contractor movement and the doing away of the independent contractors. So uh, where do do you stand on that? We're going to know real soon, aren't we? (laughs) We'll we'll get the final word. Um, I I think the the interesting part is a lot of people just don't know about this. And I think a lot of independent contractors don't know about this. They're going to find out. They're going to find out very quick. And I heard the number. It could impact up to 70,000 people and 70,000 independent contractors. I'm like, that's crazy. And uh, unfortunately, California is kind of the trailblazer on that arena. I mean, they really are. And then coming out of Washington, we kind of follow suit fairly quick behind a lot of the trends that hit. But it's scary. Um, And I think the 1099, the contractor route, gives a lot of people opportunity to go into business um, without maybe the full risk of scaling at, at scale for a business. And it gives them an opportunity to get exposed on a small level. And you're going to remove that from them. Um, you're going to force a lot of people to go company side. And as we all know, I mean, not the mega carriers aren't the best option for everybody or certain businesses aren't ran very well. They don't appreciate the drivers, which is also a problem in the workforce, you know, is mm-hmm. lack of education, lack of culture, lack of training, lack of uh, being conscious of safety. And, and I'm guessing, Dave, in your curriculum, a big part and emphasis is on safety would be my mm-hmm. guess. I, I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's scary. I'm really curious to see what happens on that. It is. No, we're following this as a class. I mean, we, 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 awesome. we follow it. We, and so, yeah, they're on top of it. And we're just like, say, we'll know here real soon in November, which way this thing's <laughs> going to go. But I'm not, I, I, the Supreme Court only looks at 3% of the cases. And so I don't know. I'm not very optimistic. They're even going to look at it. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. I mean, yeah, you know, it does have bigger connotation for the rest of the country. So I guess yeah. we have that going for us as far as, the Supreme Court taking a look at it, but they also, yeah, you know, they, they like to, they seemingly like to look at more controversial cases. Right. And yeah. who knows if this. Hey, so for back. the field trip days, uh, what music are we listening to? Are you doing Red Sovine? Are you doing any old school truckers? <laughs> like what? what's the, what culture I, are we exposing these kids to? I have here? my old, I have my, my own playlist. <laughs> there's a, there's a musician out there. His name's Tony Justice. If you ever get okay. a chance to listen to him, he has some great trucking songs. We'll check I put together a video with some uh, pictures of our program, uh, and it's called uh, um, We Drive Trucks. But uh, you know what? I, a lot of times we're just talking, and we're talking about – we're looking at other trucks going down the highway, and we're just yeah. analyzing the trucks and seeing who's on their phone and – you know, if they're driving safe. And so yeah. it's conversation. <laughs> three, three points contact, hands yep. off, yes. seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. I think it's cool, too, because my kids are starting to kind of realize they got day cabs and like you can start like pinpointing what they haul, where they're, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's kind of neat to get them exposed to that world, too. So, yeah, yeah we were driving down the street one day. Um, this was a month ago with my daughter who's in sixth grade. Okay. And she started talking about this reefer truck that was driving down the highway beside us. And she started telling me all about the reefer truck and what they usually haul and how they have to clean it out. And I was like, how did you know about this? And she had watched a TikTok video of a truck driver explaining his truck and showing 
through this TikTok video all about his truck. And so she's in sixth grade. And for her to be exposed to that is awesome. And so we've got to do more things like that to get young people knowledgeable about the truck that's driving beside them uh, that brings them food. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe I should reconsider my daughter looking at TikTok. <laughs> that stuff scares me. There's a lot of social media channels that it's like, I don't know anything about it. I don't want you looking at that stuff. So, yeah. Um, but you're right. Those are also, we need to connect in where they want to be connected. Right. And that's what marketing and um, I'm sure you guys are probably exploring is what platform should we push out content market to? How do we get to the, younger generation you got to go where they're at i don't think it's on facebook <laughs> i think there's an age where nobody's on facebook anymore and i don't know what it is but i'm sure it's uh we're probably at the end of that <laughs> <laughs> so awesome um let's see anything else that's coming up that you guys are excited to share or that um you guys want to go into or maybe some upcoming steps or missions or anything like that um, I'm going to be at the conversion conference um, in Nashville cool. in November. I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, we're, um, I'm excited to speak to all the career counselors, the school counselors. Um, we are also a part of the association of career technical education and their workforce development board. And awesome. so we're doing a lot of things to um, learn and to expose our um, the next generation for trucking. Um, and it's just a day by day thing of, of really, um, reaching young people. And so we hope that the industry, um, reaches out to us so we can help get them connected in their communities. Yeah. And, uh, it's actually kind of cool this year. I actually just got back from attending my first conference in like two years. (laughs) So it was nice to get back see some friends, old faces, get back in person. You know, you're still doing the mask and hand washing and and, uh, distancing and stuff like that. But that was a breath of fresh air, if you will. (laughs) Absolutely. That's exciting. Cool. Uh, Next year, any, do you guys hit the big conferences um, for like ATA and that kind of stuff? Or what next year could we expect out of you guys? It's a good question. Or anything on the, nothing on the agenda as of yet? Um, we have proposed to speak at the, um, the um, not the ATA, but the Truckload Carriers Association. Okay, cool. So we've proposed to speak and do a panel there with um, some of our board members. Um, and hopefully we'll do that. Um, but we're, you know, we're all about, and we're nonprofit. So in, yeah. in order to do things, we need funding. I'd yeah. love to go to um, the the Association of School Counselors Conference that's next summer in Texas and take a truck, let them see what trucking is about. Yep. You know, so there's a lot of opportunities. Um, we just have to grow as an association yep. in order to be able to take on those opportunities um, and be able to um, have funding and, and hire, hire several employees in order to push the mission. So. And I think the mission's strong enough. I have no doubts you guys will grow and get followers and get people on board. I mean, I I can't see that happening. So I think it's amazing. I think I'm I'm super excited to see where you guys go, and I want to follow that and keep close tabs on that. We'll be um, supporting and and joining and whatever we need to do. Also, I'm excited too about um, our existing clients as we can start getting introductions and start putting you guys in front of some of them as well, because they talk about the same stuff. You know, we talk to truck company owners all day. That's who we deal with. And, um, we hear the same thing. It's just regurgitated from different parts of the country. And, um, you know, this is something that they need to open their minds to and get behind. And, um, for me, it's a no brainer. I mean, I, I really think that. Yeah. So, same. Awesome. One of the things we like to do, I know Ryan always asks a question at the end about, um, and you got, we got two people here. So if you can share a message, billboard along the freeway or whatever, it's floating through the sky. What is uh, some wisdom you would like to share uh, with the rest of the country? Um, we'll let Dave answer this first and then we'll go Lindsay. Um, create your own definition of success. Like that. What's your All definition? Right. My definition. Yep. Um, find your find your passion, and I think your passion will lead you to your purpose. And I think when you find your purpose, you find happiness. <laughs> yep. It's not all about money. People uh, 
have a misconception. The more money they make, the happier they get. But that's not always true, right? No. <laughs> no. Exactly. No. <laughs> no, no, no. no. In fact, I love yeah, that. I actually went back and I drove a truck this summer, right? Yeah. And I forgot how much I, I miss driving a truck. Because for the last, you know, 15 years, I've been the instructor in the passenger seat. Not driving. I'm there. Right. And it was nice to get back behind the wheel and pull a few loads. And cool. I remember just having that joy back again of why I got into trucking in the first place. So cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And did you guys know what he's doing with the money he made for the summer? No. Let's hear. No. So I – um. Well, the reason I went back into trucking is I shared a story. One of our daily updates was about on the uh, the driver shortage and the impact it was going to have on the, the California agricultural harvest. Okay. And so I made an off-the-cuff statement to my students. And I said, you know what? I, I should go back and drive this summer to be a part of the solution. And, and the more I thought about it, the more it made sense, right? Yep. I should go back and drive. So I went, to, I went back to a company I drove for back in the 90s. I drove for them for uh, seven summers to pay my way through college called Morningstar Trucking, okay. and they, they hauled tomatoes from the fields to the processing plant. Yep. So I called them, and we had a meeting, and I said, hey, this is what I want to do. And they're like, oh, we'd love to have you back. That's great. And I said, yeah, but I, I don't feel comfortable, or it I just doesn't feel right me doing this and, and you know, getting paid, right? So I told them, I'm going to donate my salary to the, uh, the Next Generation and Trucking Foundation. Oh, cool. And they said, hey, you know what? Whatever you make – will match. <laughs> no way. Wow. Like, All right. So it, it, was, it was great to go out there and, and drive, but, and also do it for such a great cause. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and kind of put your money where your mouth is. And then you made the statement, what better to do than lead by example, yeah. man. That's awesome. Thanks for bringing that up. Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't, he was <laughs> modest. He wasn't going to do that. So yeah. I love that you pulled that out. That's awesome. Great story. Yeah. Super, super cool. Exciting. All right, Lindsay, what's your wisdom? I want to hear this. I really feel like times are changing. There is a shift on the horizon of kids needing other opportunities besides going to college at 18 years old. I, I swear I see this shift happening and I think we're getting in front of it. It's not either or it's maybe both or it's, I want to do a career technical education job and I want to get into the trucking industry. You can make a great living as a truck driver your entire career or a diesel technician, or you can own your own fleet. You can become a safety manager, an HR professional. And so I think times are changing. I think when we start introducing these young people, these young kids to the trucking industry and get them trained they're going to have different options and it's not going to be 60% of people go to college to get 30% of the jobs. It's let's go and start working right away and start getting an income and then explore and kind of decide what I want to do. Preach. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah, I think um, you're right. It starts at a young age and grooming to the definition of success means you go to college, you graduate, you come out, you're successful with a load of debt and a job you don't know what you want to do. And you had to decide on some degree that a counselor helped that might not help you. And to be honest, I don't know the stats, but probably most won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they don't know what they want to do at that age anyway, most. Um and I think college serves a purpose and there's definitely some professions that, yes, I absolutely want them going to college and getting all the degrees and accolades and training, but they're missing the boat on truck driving. Uh, we'll go back to logistics, logistics um, <laughs> and all the other things that go into that with construction and all these other segments that a CDL will open up, um, you know, tow trucks bus drivers. Uh, I mean, there's all these things that you can do with a CDL. You don't even just have to drive a semi-truck. Um, so I love it. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just about having the technical skills and giving people the technical skills and not just a piece of paper that yeah. might be even for an oversaturated job market. Right. I mean, it's fantastic. You're giving people life skills that they can actually benefit from in the short term and for the rest of their life if they so choose. So thank you guys. Yeah, we appreciate it uh, so very, very much. We'll be following you closely and um, rooting you guys on, and uh, we'll get uh, as much as exposure as we can for you um, to the database and followers and um, connections. So thank you very Perfect. much. 
Oh. Yeah. We love it. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. That's another episode of Get a Load of This Trucking. Uh, we thank you very much for listening. Go follow them. Go support the mission. Go connect with nextgentrucking.org. Um, sign up if you're a truck driver, company owner, fleet manager, association, anyone really involved in trucking. I mean, I feel like it's worth supporting the cause. Go follow them, like, donate, be a member, all that good stuff. So until next time, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thanks, guys.